Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. (laughs) Yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. When I look around me at the influence of social media, I can't help worrying about how my kids will grow up. My main worry is how they will think about their looks. Will my son be constantly examining his abs? Will my daughter be wanting preventative Botox when she's 20? I don't mean to catastrophize, but it is kind of terrifying. Taryn Brumford is a documentary maker, author and body positivity activist. She also has a daughter, so I thought she's just the woman to speak to about this. Hi, Taryn. How are you? Hi, how are you going? Good, thank you. Do you worry about the influence of social media and other pressures on your daughter? Yeah, of course. I mean, sometimes I just want to wrap her up and my boys as well because uh, body dissatisfaction is creeping in to our girls and our boys um, at alarming rates, unfortunately. So yes, I do. Um, but what I've, I've been doing with my husband is making our home a really safe space for our children to uh, learn to love and embrace their bodies. And so far, so good. They're 12, 10 and 8. Um, and they have a really positive body image. I mean, it helps. This is my world is body image. But it's not to say anyone who's not listening can't pass on some of the strategies of what we implement in our home to theirs as well. Is part of that at all um, cutting off social media? Because we know that that has a huge influence on children. Well, social, I mean, look, social media can be great when used in a positive way. And I spend a lot of time um, in schools with kids and I always ask them to pull out their phone so I can have a little sneaky look at who they're following. And when I ask the children, why are you following this particular person? They often can't give me a great answer. And even just pausing on that for a moment, they sort of, you know, the wheels start turning, you know, the cogs start turning in their head. And I think this is what we need to push back on. We need to be very responsible and teach our children to be responsible about who they're letting into their life. We would never let toxic friends in our circle and our hands with our phones in our hands constantly is an extension of that circle. So unfollow people that don't serve you and fill up your news feed with really positive people that make you want to go out and, and kick goals and make contributions. Um, it's really important to surround ourselves with, with positive role models. Unfortunately, it does sometimes feel like the only way to protect our kids from different images is to lock them in a safe somewhere where they can't see anything. Um, One of the things that bugbear for me is even cartoon characters. It's very rare to see a female cartoon character in one of the bigger movies, particularly Disney, although they're getting better. They have impossibly small waists, big boobs, huge, huge eyes, ridiculously huge eyes. Um, and, and cartoons, that's something that's quite difficult to navigate, isn't it? I mean, how would you approach that? It is. And I think with, with everything that we see, we, we can't ignore the problem. So we actually need to help our children become um, media literate. You know, sit them down and say, what are you seeing? What do you think the messages are behind that? And that's a really powerful thing for us to do. Um, but also for our kids to know that, unfortunately, they are growing up in a world um, that is most about profit when we're talking about the advertising and if they can be a little bit savvy and in tune with that um, it's easier not to buy into it. 
You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Taryn Brumfit. She's a documentary maker and author of Embrace Yourself. It's her latest book and it follows on from her work as a body positivity activist. Can I say that, Taryn? Yes. (laughs) Um, And of course, one of the things that I'm very conscious about is how I speak about my body in front of my kids. Um, Do you have any advice for parents in terms of the language we use to describe ourselves? Well, we know our children are like little sponges. They are listening and watching everything we do. And we're kings and queens, you know, in their eyes. And that's a really big, we've got a lot of responsibility. So we can do a myriad of things. We can remove the scales in the home. We can not body shame ourselves um, or any other body um, in front of our children or full stop, actually. (laughs) Um, We can show our children how to move their bodies for pleasure. The the conversation I've heard so many times, uh, mum's going for a run, you know, because she ate the chocolate cake or, you know, mum's going for a run because she's on a diet. It it doesn't... it doesn't feel very empowering, does it, to see your mum do that? Um, but if mum if mum's going for a run because it's um, an endorphin rush and it feels good just to get out in nature, like that that will set up that child to have a really good foundation of um, of values based around their health. I think the other thing we need to be really mindful of is the conversations we have with our girls and our boys. The amount of times Michaela has been told, "Oh, you're so pretty." please stop telling our children they're pretty um, because they don't need to hear that. And again, if we're setting them up to have a foundation of values that's based on who, what they look like, it's a really slippery slope. And it's no wonder the rates of depression, anxiety, um, and sadly suicide are on the increase and steroid use in our young boys. I just read a paper last week. It's so scary. It is frightening. Um, and one thing that has scared me in the past has been my daughter will come home as I've mentioned, I'll be careful about how I speak about my body. I don't refer to anyone as being fat or whatever. That That's something I'm conscious of. And then she tried on this dress. Uh, it was probably last summer when she was only five. She tried on a dress and she said, I don't want to wear this, mummy. I look fat in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's six. Mm-hmm. Apart from anything else, she's she's tiny. And I just, I was actually gobsmacked. I find sometimes my children say things that are so obviously problematic for me as a parent that I don't know where to start. I mean, and I have heard other parents say, yeah, my daughter's come home from school and she's talking about, you know, being very conscious of her own body. Mm. Um, How do we talk to our kids when they say something like that? Like, oh, mummy, I look fat in this. Or Mm. they're they're obviously repeating something they maybe heard at school or daycare. Yeah, I mean, the the fat conversation is a really interesting one because we we think we're, we're doing a good job by saying, no, you're not fat and it's I've spoken to lots of psychologists about this conversation it's the worst thing to say because then it sets up fat as being bad um, and can start that sort of diet behavior you know down the track so we don't say that we always try to bring our children back to their bodies and what their bodies can do um, and how their bodies feel so saying I am fat is like saying I am fingernails like it's not that doesn't actually make sense honey you have fat um, and fat serves a really Really important um, um, purpose. purpose, thank you, um, in your body because without it you wouldn't be here. Um, and maybe just talking about um, how he or she uh, moves their body and, and what makes them feel good and what activities they like to do. We've, there's a lot of disconnect, especially for our older teenagers. Um, I see them running up hills and checking their little Fitbits and their calories in and their calories out and 
and there's a disconnect with life and we need to help them strip that back and just enjoy their bodies and be free of that. Conversations are important. Never shy away from it. Let your children speak and, and just listen in to the cues of what they're really getting at. You mentioned another thing that terrifies me. It's, it's all about be, me being scared at well, the moment. Well, you know what? It's terrifying being a parent. Let's just call that out right now. It is very frightening. <laughs> but what's more frightening is teenagers. Um, when you have a small child and you look at them and you see how they're behaving, um, I guess a lot of us want to lay the groundwork now to support them when they're older. And we all know how um, hard it can be being a teenager. Um have you thought, I mean, you've obviously talked to teenagers. Have you thought that far ahead with your own kids in terms of how you're going to, because it'll be a different world, mm-hmm. even though your eldest is about to mm-hmm. hit that phase of his life. It is a different world from when we were growing up. Yeah. How do you feel about managing their perceptions of their bodies in a, in a space where perhaps you're not familiar with all of their influences? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's a really good point because we, we can't be on top of everything. We like to think we can be. Um, look, I, I think it's the communication is key and creating a space that you can have open discussions in your home about how your child is feeling. Um, well, sometimes we try to have these conversations that are really, really important, just kind of in the car, casually bringing things up. But sometimes we actually need to create the space and say to a child, um, hey, I noticed X. Let's sit down Let's or let's go to a park. Let's have some quiet time. Let's just talk about this because this is really important. Um, I'm always talking about elevating conversations by creating a space. Um, it's like grandparents who say things to the grandkids that aren't very helpful about body posit- you know, about being positive oh, yes. about their bodies. Yes. We all know that one. Yes. Um, and I've suggested over the years that um, people actually call up the grandparents and say, I have something I want to talk to you about and it's really important. Can we make a time? Um, all of a sudden that grandparent's going, what are they? What are they going to talk about? You know, rather than just sort of on the fly going, "Oh, mum, it's not helpful when you say to my daughter X." Creating space is really key, and it gets the message across. Um, look, I have, I could keep you all day. I wish I could, um, but I have to let you go, Taryn. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. That's Taryn Brumfit. She's an author and documentary maker. Her book "Embrace Yourself" is out now. We'll have links to where you can get your mitts on the book at kindling.com.au. Just search for Taryn. It's T A R Y N. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.